We'll enter at number six. Fresh his head like a grape. Hi. Welcome back to Stupid and Delicious Wrestling Podcast. This week, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to just warn y'all if this gets long. But I think y'all are cool with that because it's Mania Week. And if so, you're not, then, you know, just don't listen all um, at once. Listen in segments. Yeah, listen in pieces. That's fine. Uh, we don't tell you how to listen. However, oh, not at all. I mean, who knows? However, YouTube did tell us how we are allowed to publish content. Which is not at all on Which is not at all on YouTube. <laughs> so They said, uh, fuck you guys, you're not allowed. So that whole question of, hey guys, uh, tell us if you watch the YouTube. Nobody answered us. So I assume nobody was using the YouTube. Which is good because we got banned. Like forever. Yeah. Um... So, sorry if that was your method. Pretty sure it was some salty vagina bitches from our past. So uh, maybe. I don't know who it was. Pretty sure it's some salty vagina I, bitches. I don't really care. It's If we were getting a lot more interaction there or something, it would make sense. But we're not. So, Alright, Twitter is probably the easiest way to get in touch with us. Because some people would ask us questions on YouTube. And I'd get a little notification and have to go like answer them in the comments. Or ask so. with your face holes. To our face holes. On Facebook. I meant in person, Douglas. Oh, or in person. Yeah, whatever. However... What did you think face holes We only meant? see people like once a month though. <laughs> but like, what did you think house. face holes meant? <laughs> I don't know. It, I'm on cold medicine. Cut me some slack. <laughs> I feel like I'm always on cold medicine now. You are. It kind of sucks. You're perpetual. Which is kind of different from how it used to be, because I used to be the sickly one in this relationship. Mm-hmm. But the last, what, like two years? So, since August, I've been on and off sick. For the last two years, I've, I've been doing really well, though, so. When we got you out of that job in the closed room that had never been cleaned, you yeah. got better. I, however, am still in a closed room, and I'm not sure how clean it is, so. Well, I'm sorry uh, you're sick, but I'm so that's exciting for me. Uh, we are on spring break, which is why you are getting a Wednesday evening episode. Otherwise, that also because would never we happen. wanted to, and because we wanted to, we have a lot to talk about. We do um, life stuff. We went and talked about tattoos today. Oh god! Walking into my tattoo parlor, and I only go to this one guy. Uh, he is the best. I will give you his name if you ask. Um, you don't want to just say it on the show? I mean, I will. His name's Todd Wilson. He owns Studio 22. It's in Pendleton. Uh, or Clemson. Or Anderson. Whatever you want to call it. it. It's all kinds it's of It's right off the highway in Anderson. Um, he is the best in the state. If not the southeast. If not the world. Uh, great guy. He's booked until January, January of next year. Yep. Um which is pretty insane for a guy who does this full time. Yeah. Like that means literally every single day till January. Well, he so. works Wednesday to Sunday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And I think they take lunch from 
two to four ish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great, great artist. Um, he's done two of yours before. Well, he's done three of my tattoos in two sittings. Okay. Um, but yeah, great guy. He was going to do all four of mine, but he had a really bad uh, skiing injury a couple of years ago. And I was leaving the state, and I was supposed to be leaving the state for an extended, like, for at least a year. Um, and it didn't end up working out that way, but I wanted to get my tattoo before I left because it was really important to me. Yeah. Um, and it is not as good as my other ones. Fair enough. But it's okay. Um, I still love it. It's yeah. just, it will probably need to be touched up. Whereas the one that I've had for over eight years still looks phenomenal. Brand new. Yeah. That is true. Um, and I got to talk about mine for the first time yeah. with an actual artist instead of just knocking stuff around in my head with Alicia, who also works out of Studio 22. Now, if, you, if you're if you intrigued by this and want to go to Studio 22... It, they're appointment only. They're appointment only, but you can go consult kind of anytime. And they're really good about answering stuff on Facebook Messenger um, and everything. So. But they... They were all super nice, super chill. And the thing is, uh, we know people who have worked with the other artists. And uh, Cat's guy, Todd, would not have anybody working in his shop that wasn't top of the line. Yeah. Uh, And I fully believe that, having been in there and seen the work and all that stuff. I went to a tattoo place at college and looked around and, you know, it was dolphins and yin-yangs and dragons and koi and... You know, that frat boy bullshit that everybody gets in college? Yeah. And it never really spoke to me. And I I like tattoos. It just... It's like, yeah, there's nothing here that I want. I saw stuff I would want <laughs> all over the place. So. Oh, yeah. Well, not only that, you walk into his place, it's, you can very much tell it's his place. Like, it's his designs and everything. He also has his traditional, like painting type art up on the wall so i really i love that it's not just tattoos it's nerdy it's yeah alicia had a bunch of pop figures well did you notice the giant uh predator yeah yeah so i mean it's just it's a really cool place he's the only guy i really trust to do my tattoos and yeah as long as I can, I will continue to go to him. But anytime I get to go interact with a tattoo artist that I enjoy their work, and anytime I get to go knowing that I'm getting fresh ink soon is, is a good day for me. Yes. It's a very good day. Yes, it is. So It makes me very giddy. There's that. We literally came home and started Googling. We both did it while we were watching Preacher. We well, like, it, oh, because we're both having custom things done. It's not like when I went in previously and I was like, okay, this is exactly what I'm getting. Give me this. And I could tell them, you know, do what you do, but this is what I want. Yeah. Um, Design-wise. This time, it's more, these are the ideas. This is kind of what I want incorporated. Now draw up something custom. Yeah. And yours is also going to be a custom piece. Yep. So it's... I'm excited. Mine evolved quickly. Yeah. Um, Well, and that's why I wanted to go and talk to them in person and say, okay, this is kind of what I'm thinking. Um, This is 
what's important to me in this piece and this is kind of where I want it. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. So. And yeah, she told me straight up my original idea. She was like, yeah, that's just going to look like squiggles on your back. I was like, all right, so how do we fix not, that? That's not what we want. And uh, we talked about it and I don't know if we've ever talked about what I want on the show. Do you want to wait and just debut it? Because it will... Yeah, we'll try. It will happen. Mine is going to be a lot sooner because I'm working with Alicia. So it should be yeah, this I, summer. I could work with Lance or Alicia. Um, but I don't want to. I want to work with Todd. Cause I get it. I feel like if you had this is what I want going in, you you might be more likely to go with them. But since you don't, you want to go with the guy you know and trust and you've yeah. seen his designs and that kind of thing. I mean, I've seen their work um, too, but I just, I, I implicitly trust Todd. I don't know the other two. I've never had to sit through working with them before. Yeah. Um, it, and for me, I don't mean intimate in a sexual way, but getting tattooed is a very intimate thing. I want to be you're, comfortable with the person. You're putting a lot of trust in yeah. that person. Yeah. And I'm going to spend a fair amount of time with that person. I want to make sure I'm comfortable with them. Alicia yeah. got excited about mine, and that's all I needed to know. When we started talking about it, she, like I watched her light up as I told her the details. I was like, all right, you're who I want. Yeah. Let's do this. I think she'll be a good match for And me. then she's also kind of... A lot of the stuff she does is like gamer culture and that kind of thing. So yeah. I'm very, very intrigued uh, to see what she can come up with for me. Uh, other than that, we babysat her nephews for two days. Which was fun. Exhausting, but Exhausting. Fun. My sister called me today and was like, so are you glad to be rid of us or do you miss us? And I was like, yes. <laughs> She's like, you can't, you can't say yes. There were two questions. I was like, yes, I miss you, but... I'm also glad not to be. It's nice to have quiet. Yes, because that's the main thing I noticed, and especially trying to sleep, because we were going to be the ones watching them. We had a monitor in the room, so every cough, every time they woke up in the middle of the night complaining, whatever, woke me up. Because just give you a small taste of parenthood. Yeah, it doesn't wake me up though, because I'm hard of hearing. So I'm glad it wakes you up. Yeah. Uh, it makes me uh, feel better. Now, granted, when we have kids, when we have kids, we'll get a monitor for hard of hearing and deaf but, individuals. And, oh, you know, my God. We'll, we'll find what works for us. But it is, is it not stressful just like at night, anytime they make a sound, you're like, oh, my God, are you okay? Um, I, I think I would be that way if they were my kids. But most of the time when they were up and they weren't supposed to be, it was just them moaning. Like, uh, like the first morning we were there and watching them, that might have gone on for like 30 minutes. Because <laughs> it woke me up, but it didn't wake me up enough to go like lay back down on the monitor. It was yeah. just like enough to wake me. And then I realized what it was. And I was like, uh, okay, got to go get them. So I went and got them for a little bit. And then Cat got, got up. Cat did all the heavy lifting. I did the, what movie y'all want to watch? Oh, okay, cool. Oh, you want to read this book? Okay, cool. You know, our our nephews are pinballs. Yes. They, they don't do anything for long. One in particular. Now, granted, they're two and four, so yeah. it is to be expected. Right. It's not like, I'm not putting them down or anything. They're just, 
They're couch potato kids and they're active kids. These are active. They are active kids. Um, every five seconds is something new. So, but uh, got to watch some movies, which was good. Boss Baby, hadn't seen that before. Alec Baldwin was entertaining in that. Um, yeah, Boss Baby is their new obsession right now. And Thor Ragnarok, after they went to bed. Yeah, we did not watch that with the kids. I mean, I would have if they would have watched it, but... Uh, no, you wouldn't have. Why? That is not appropriate for them. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I forget what's appropriate, because my parents didn't care about like comic booky stuff when I was a kid. Like, Ace Ventura got me in huge trouble, but like... Watching any comic book thing, they didn't care. That's weird. Yeah. It was very odd. The only only two movies I know my parents have ever been pissed off I saw were Ace Ventura and Austin Powers. Oh, Austin Powers was so good. But I was 11 years old on a school trip, and we were driving to Pittsburgh, I want to say, and Austin Powers came on, and... I didn't know a lot of the jokes because I hadn't had sex ed or any exposure to any, any of that. So, led Who to. Who throws a shoe, honestly? I got to use that this weekend when the kids threw a shoe. <laughs> that is, I, that uh, is my. I, it's it's definitely up there for my one of one of my most quoted movie lines. Yes. Uh, so, which one is your favorite? The first one. Um. I lean towards the second one. I feel My like that's the most funny. Is probably Goldmember. Okay. Um, because I own the movie soundtrack, and I don't know. I, it just that one's probably my favorite. I think two was the best balance. I feel like one was almost like trying too hard to be a straight spoof of James Bond. And then two, they just gave up and got ridiculous. And then three, they went way down the ridiculous spectrum. But You can't go way down the ridiculous, ridiculous spectrum in that series. Yeah, true. I'm surprised they haven't revived that yet. I'm glad they haven't. Because they couldn't recreate it. I think it was done really well. Yeah. Uh, just leave it alone. Anything else? Thor was really good. Thor was really good. Um, oh, we're going to go see funny. Black Panther. Probably week, tomorrow or Friday, yeah. Yeah, super excited to be going to see that. Yes. And we'll be all caught up for when Infinity War comes out April 27th. Yeah. And then my kids won't have to be like, oh, let me spoil it. And I'll be like, shut up. <laughs> shut your face. Um, did you see the Facebook post that the, I want to say, directors of Infinity War put out? Nope. They basically said, look, y'all, we have worked on this for two years, and we are begging you. We have made people be sworn to secrecy about this. Nothing has leaked yet. Please don't let it. If you go out and see this, don't spoil it for other people. Keep your mouth shut. I was like, thank you. I appreciate that from the creators. It's not going to happen. But yeah, it's not going to happen. I also appreciate that. But it would be nice if it would. Yeah, well, people can't keep their stupid mouths shut. That's true. All right, you ready to talk about wrestling? I'm so glad we're home and with our own cats, because my sister has cats. She's very sweet. Not our cats, though. 
Izzy loves me. Oh, Izzy's sweet as can be. And, you know, I love her too, but there's something about coming home to your animals. I was more happy about coming home to our bed. That too. Like, plus I'm get, I was getting sick, so I didn't feel great, so I was very excited to come home and just not have to worry about screaming children. Love them, but good lord. I was, I was not having it that second day. No, you were done. Yeah. All right. WWE stuff is where we're going to start. But rather than starting with Mania, I figured we'd start with NXT. Because I'm way more excited about NXT. You haven't watched NXT in months. Yeah. But, very good card. Uh, Championship match, Andrade versus Aleister Black. That's going to be really good. That will be amazing. Um, I don't know who they're hanging on. I feel like Aleister could get called up. Next Monday. Okay. So I might leave it on Andrade and leave him down there. Kind of like they did with Joe, just to kind of hold it over. Yeah. Because um, Andrade's been killing it with this belt run. He's been really, really good. So I don't know why they would lose that already. All right. For the NXT North American Championship brand new belt. Yeah. Ladder match. Yeah. Adam Cole, baby. Okay. Versus... Velveteen Dream versus Killian Dane, the big Irish bastard. He's awesome. Versus Lars Sullivan, only person in this match I don't like. Versus Ricochet Mm -hmm. versus EC3. Man, that's going to be good. Holy shit. And tell me you don't hear the name Lars and just hear Lars. Well, and that's what he looks like. (laughs) Like, Didn't we discuss this while we saw him live? (laughs) Yes. Weren't we doing Hulk shit with him in the ring? Yes. Like, Lars pick you up now. Yes. It, and I don't enjoy his work. Some, I, like, it's impossible to say that name yeah. and not picture, like, Lurch. The only way is if you've seen Lars and the Real Girl, which is Ryan Gosling falling in love with his blow-up doll or mannequin or something. Yeah, that, that doesn't... It was a, it was a weird ending. That doesn't movie. make me think the name Lars means intelligent anymore. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that will be fantastic. Um, EC3 came out last week and he's got a whole, like, I am the 1% character. So he's just instantly hateable and I kind of love it. You are big on heels though. I am big on heels and especially heels who make me hate them just from their music hitting because his music has that in it. I'm like, oh my god, th- this is awesome. No one's been that obnoxious since Bobby Roode left. Oh, and I Bobby love it. Um, Ricochet, I think, debuts tonight on NXT. I'm not sure. Uh, I really, really need this next match to not go the way I think it's going to go. Ember versus Bitchface. Um, oh, Shayna Baszler? Yeah. Gross. I... No, Ember deserves to be main roster, but hanging it on Shayna is not the answer. No. Uh, she's not good in ring. She's boring. She can't cut a promo. Her whole gimmick is, I break people's arms. Yeah. Lars Sullivan, going, Lars, Lars pick you up now, is a better character than, I break your arm. <laughs> I break your arm now, okay? Oh, Oh, you talk to me? I break your arm. Oh, I lost? I break your arm. 
That that's her character, and it's so stupid and boring. Because it's not going to lead to anything. No, it won't. It's going to lead to eventually she'll go main roster and join up with Ronda, and Shh. nobody wants to see that. Shh. All right. Next match, probably going to steal the show. Uh, help me with saying it. I'm wearing his shirt right now. Champa. Champa versus Gargano. Gargano in an unsanctioned match. <laughs> um. I have seen Champa in an unsanctioned match before. It's great. It's always amazing. He had one against Henry that just... It warranted a fight forever chant. And that doesn't happen very often with us. So this match uh, made me think of the fact that Kim from Indie Customs... Yes. Just released a new shirt that's yes. up for pre-order. And it says... Uh, it's an indie thing you wouldn't, you wouldn't understand. understand. Yeah. I'm so excited. Went ahead and put in the pre-order. So excited about that shirt. But you yep. should check it out. It's It looks great. Um, I'm a big indie it's darling. It's not black. Yeah. Which is... I, I love when wrestlers and wrestling companies put out shirts that aren't black and aren't white. Yeah. Because typically it's, oh, you don't have black... Sh- oh, they're white. Never mind. That's equally not as exciting. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it looks so good. And I'm such a big indie darling that I... I love that. It's really good for all of us who are watching WWE and now the only people we care about are the indie people, people we used to big. watch on the indies. Yeah. And maybe it's been that way for a while now. We're just late to the party. Because like Sammy and Kevin were indie guys and they're my favorite thing on the show. They're you not know? my favorite thing on the show. I know. Um, Daniel Bryan was an indie guy. That kind of stuff. But Alright. And the last NXT match... NXT Tag Championship, Undisputed Era. So, Bobby Fish got super fucked up and is out for six months. Ooh, what happened? Uh, something to his knee, I think. <laughs> house show. Nope, don't want to know. I don't remember what happened. Don't know. I just remember I house show I bullshit. I don't do knee stuff. Uh, so, Cole now has two matches. Ladder match and then this. Poor bastard. Yeah. Um, Good thing he's cute. Good thing he is ridiculously good at wrestling. Oh, that too. <laughs> um, so Cole versus Authors of Pain versus Strong and Done. Uh, this is Cole ma- going to be solo in that, or is he getting a... or Cole and O'Reilly? Okay, sorry, forgot about O'Reilly. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that Talk will be about interesting. I'm not sure why it gets turned into a triple threat because I don't read the NXT spoilers. It will be on the episode tonight, before Saturday, so I have to find out why it got turned into a triple threat, because it was supposed to just be AOP or Strong and Done. And now it's both. And now it's both, so that will be a fucking blast to watch. NXT takeovers always are. Yeah, NXT steals the weekend every year. And of, like, the WWE shows? Yeah. Okay. I thought you meant of all the shows. Yeah, no. Of WWE stuff, every year at Mania, NXT is the best thing that happened. Even the first year I watched Mania, when it was in San Jose, this was before NXT was big enough that they were televising the NXT show. Yeah. They ended up running over in their venue because the show was so good, and Vince was there watching and was just in shock at, like... How into it everybody was and how good it was and all that. So, 
that's how they started getting these takeovers because on NXT the big weekends. Because NXT not booked Vince way, so he can't imagine it doing well. Yeah. Well, the, the key thing, and we've talked about this before, Triple H runs NXT and has said actively in an interview, when someone brings something to him, an idea, he says, you can try it, I don't think it'll work. And he's been wrong a whole bunch of times. He thought something was going to crash and burn, and they went out there, and they ended up having to make t-shirts out of it. Velveteen Dream. That started on Tough Enough. Some challenge when they had to draw a random character and then go to a costume warehouse and make a character out of it. That's where he started this character. And it's perfect. It it's, is When it clicks, it clicks. He is so good at it. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's really, really funny to me how, how over he's gotten real fast. Because he was kind of a no-name last year. He was there, but yeah. he didn't really do much. And then over the past year, he's just been killing it. But they also put him on a big stage, and whenever you put him on a big stage, he shows out. So... All right. That's how to do it. So that's TakeOver. We'll be watching that Saturday night. So just to give you all a heads up, I tweeted this before we recorded. It was sent to me. It's a retweet from somebody called the Wrestling Clan on Twitter. It is Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Broken down what time every indie show and important thing is. How convenient. Super Thanks, convenient. people. Yeah, that that chart is going to be very, very useful this weekend. Uh, I will talk about the ones we're going to watch after we talk about Mania. Um, and, you know, which ones you can get for free and which ones... You cannot get for free. You should access even if you do have to pay for them. Because this is going to be a fucking wild, wild weekend. Very, very exciting. Okay, so Mania card. Yes. It, honestly, the thing I'm least excited about this week. I I think I care about like two matches on this card. I definitively like over the top. I'm super excited about one match. Right, right. Counting that one, there are four matches I 100% want to see. The rest I'm kind of like, yeah, we'll see. Let's see if they're any good. All right, so pre-show. Yeah. Andre the Giant Battle Royale. Yes. I have no idea who the fuck's going to win it this year. I don't know. I was trying to think about it earlier, and I really don't know. Because I forget the stipulations on, like, how I just, I don't know. Over top rope bullshit? No, no, no. no. I, that I understood. Okay, I meant what stipulation? who all was in it. That's the thing. It like, can literally be How anyone. many people, like, can you win it if you've won it before? Yes. So. That's what Corbin wants to do. He wants to be the second... To ever win it, and they're letting him win. The first so. two-time winner. Yeah, yeah. Because it's been either. Cesaro, Big Show, Corbin, and Mojo. Oh, yeah. Of those, only two are worth a damn. So, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Are we even picking for that? I don't. I have no clue who's in it. So no. Okay. So we won't pick for the battle royals. Um, this is there's too many variables. Well, it would be different if they had a list of 30 Yeah. that were like, all right, just pick one, but they don't. And there's always, this is where the celebrity spot always happens. And yeah, it's just like, it wouldn't surprise me if Stephen Amell shows up or something. 
Um, That'd be fun. Yeah. Although he probably won't because he works at Bullet Club, so they've probably blacklisted his ass. Oh, sorry, sorry, Steven. Um, and then the female battle royale is also pre-show. That's gonna be good, though. I'm guessing Sasha walks away with that one, unless Sasha and Bailey cancel each other out early. It's which entirely possible. They do a lot, but then I have no idea who the fuck's getting it. It'd be kind of funny if they gave it to Carmella and she carried around the trophy, the and, trophy the and the briefcase. They'd have to rehire Ellsworth to carry her shit. Uh. Alright, so there's that. How many times is she going to unsuccessfully cash in, you think? Till right before Money in the Bank. Two or she, three more? She could cash in this weekend. She could. Be I st- hope she doesn't, because I feel be like stupid. the show is going to be so long anyway. Yes. Yeah. Just- well, if you get a cash in at Mania, it's like super quick. It's not... Still. Like when Seth did it, that was the end of the show. That There was nothing after that, so... Alright, and then the other pre-show match... Why the fuck is this not on the main card? Why the fuck is this not on the main show? This is going to steal the fucking night with these two involved. Just like last year, Neville and Aries stole the fucking show. We all know who Kat's picking. I am also picking him. Ya boy, our boy, Cedric Alexander, has to leave WrestleMania with that belt. It, oh... So, we've been talking about this, and I'm like, I'm so excited to see Cedric win the belt on Sunday. And I realize that some people are saying, oh, if, no, 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 no. (laughs) When Cedric wins the belt, I told Doug, I was like... First of all, he should have won it a long time ago. Way to interrupt me. Oh, sorry. In the middle of talking about Cedric. Go ahead. Not only did you disrespect me, you disrespected Cedric. Rude. Uh, I told Doug, when, not when, yes, when, when Cedric wins the belt on Sunday, I'm probably going to cry or scream or yeah. shit myself in excitement or possibly all three. Yep. Yeah, so probably all three. So excited. Probably all three. But he he has to get it. He should have had it a long time ago. I am really excited for that match, though. Cause... TJP should have dropped it to Cedric and Cedric should have had it since then. Plain and simple. Because I understand not having Cedric win the CWC because I understand the talent field there. But I don't understand how he has not had the belt in two years when it's been on Brian Kendrick, Enzo Amore, Rich Swan. So three people who either don't work for the company anymore or shouldn't work for the company anymore. Because, God, I hate Brian Kendrick. Someone needs to explain Brian Kendrick to me. I don't understand. I don't get it. All right, so, Cedric. I actually had to ask you the other day if he still worked for the company. Cause I yeah, it was last night because we got to watch 205 because we didn't have to go to bed immediately. You know you're living it up when you get to stay up for 205 because you don't yeah. have And uh, two of my friends were there. And I told them they had to stay for 205 Live. I was like, y'all have to see this. Did they? Do you know if they stayed? I don't know. I didn't get any more texts from them, so I don't know if they left or not. Rude. They did stay I'm for mix Match Challenge, because you sent me a video. So excited for Cedric to win the belt. Yes. 
I'm so excited. This is probably the match we care the most about of anything on this card. It is the, the match I care most yeah. about. Not probably. It 100% is the match I am most excited about. All right. I'm so, so excited. We we could just make a show talking about Cedric the whole time. I have before. Yeah, I, I know can you do can. it again. All right. Oh, Ariel's doing better, by the way. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad. All right. Thought y'all should know. Thought I should should update you. Do you think Taker versus Cena happens? Dear God, I hope not. Alright, let's pretend like it does. Let's pretend like it doesn't and then... And then we gotta pick for it in case it does. <sighs> they built it up for four fucking weeks. Cena. Cena. I think Cena puts Taker over if Taker bothers to come back. Ugh. I have no desire to see that though. Yeah, I don't either, but I just, if Taker ends up with three losses on his WrestleMania record, that, that's fucked up. Like, you give him the biggest streak of all time, and then you're going to give him three losses, and only one of which makes sense. None of them make, or none of them matter, though. Yeah, I know. Well, the Brock one did. The Brock one did. The rest don't. Yeah. Losing a Roman last year and losing a Cena this year won't matter. But if I know Cena like I think I know Cena... I really hope this match doesn't happen. It's going to. I really hope it does All right. The Bar versus Braun as supposedly Brain Strowman. <laughs> that, that was, that was hysterical. so good. I enjoyed that moment. We were watching so that one day and I was like... What if he just goes in the back and puts on glasses? That's exactly what he did. He came out and said brainstorm and I was cracking yeah. up. It, that was excellent. It was. I wish they would let him not have a partner. Just have Braun win it by himself and carry those belts around fighting tag teams. Who currently has our belt? The picks belt? Yes. I think me. Okay. Uh, did we pick the last show? I don't remember. It's been real, real stressful this semester at school, so... We may not have picked last show. Alright, the last time we picked was Elimination Chamber in February, so we did not pick for Fastlane. Okay. And... We tied at Elimination Chamber, but I think... You retained. I retained, because I had it from the one before. So you have it. Okay. Um... Alright, who you got... Who are you picking? I'm probably going Braun. I was also thinking Braun. Because I love Cesaro. I don't enjoy the bar as a collective. The storyline is gone for them. There's nothing else for them to do. They joined up. They had their growing pains. They got the belts. They had the chase. And now they're just like a placeholder until they figure out what the hell to do with the tag belts. Exactly. Alright, while we're on tag teams, Usos versus New Day versus Bludgeon Brothers. Well. I love the New Day, but I have no interest in this match at all. Rude. I know. But I really don't like. This brought to you by the word rude. Not Bobby Rude, just rude. R U D E. I want New Day to get it, but I don't think they will. What do you think? Who are you picking? I don't know yet. That's why I'm asking you. Champ has to pick first. When did we make that a rule? 
When you have the belt, you never pick first. Two seconds ago, when I decided that I wanted to see who you were picking first. Alright, that's a permanent rule then. Aww. Yeah, no, you don't get to add rules and then change them when you have the belt. Do you not know how being a wife works? That is exactly how that works. There's no wife when it comes to championship. Come on. Um, they're pushing the Bludgeon Brothers really hard. They are. And the Usos have had it a while. So, oh God, I really don't want them who, to have Who it. won on? They just had a weird backstage thing. That's right. So. The cameraman lost because <laughs> Luke Harper hit him with a hammer. Poor cameraman. Uh, By the way, we love the New Day WrestleMania shirt. The Bootios. Yes. It's fantastic. It is. So if I'm Vince McMahon booking this, which I will be because I want to win, I'm going to pick Bludgeon Brothers. All right. If I pick who I actually want to win, it would be New Day, obviously. Yeah, I guess I'm going Bludgeon Brothers, too. I don't like it. Maybe I'll leave it on the Usos. I'll go Usos. Alright. Orton versus Rude versus Rusev versus Gender. Rude! Alright. Only because Vince is stupid will it not go on Rusev. If he wanted to make money, he would put it on Rusev. Because Rusev might be the most over thing on SmackDown right now. It's ridiculous. For whatever reason, Rusev Day is huge. It is. And I don't understand why. So who are you picking? I don't think Vince will put it on Rusev. I don't think he'll put it on Rude. Because he'll still be like, oh, you're a TNA guy. Fuck you. His mania entrance, that was going to be so good. Yes, it is. I don't want to do this. I know who I want to pick, but I don't want to. I'm going to just put Rusev because I can't bring myself to type the other name. Nope, do it. I can't type Jinder Mahal as a pick. No. <laughs> I refuse. I will never pick Jinder. He sucks. He sucks so bad and they have him at the top of the card for no goddamn reason. And they ruined the Bollywood boys. They did. Right. 100% ruined the Bollywood boys. Miz versus Finn versus Seth. Finn! I will go Seth. Y'all couldn't see it because this is an audio-only podcast, but I raised my hand victoriously in she like did. a Superman-y type pose. She did. Alright. Alexa versus Naya. Are there any stipulations on this? Nope. Vince will never let Naya win. Alright. I'm a little torn on some of these because it's mania. And I don't, I don't do well at Mania. You do not do well at Mania. Like, it's usually my worst prediction of the year. So. Alright, Charlotte versus Asuka. Who did you pick? I picked Alexa. Okay. I agree with you. Not Vince is an asshole and will never let Nia win anything. Yeah. Um, now, I don't think she's ready to carry that belt either. But, because if Nia picks it up, Sasha's going to be her next opponent... And we already did Nia versus Sasha to into the ground. Yes, we did. So, Charlotte versus Asuka. 
Oscar. I'm also going Oscar. I don't think you dropped the streak on her first mania. I don't think so. And she has definitely earned that. The Empress. Yeah. Uh, Alright. I wasn't being racist. That's how she does it. That's how she said it last (laughs) night on SmackDown. We were watching it. Um... Brian and it sounded super racist. Brian and Shane versus Owens and Sammy. I'm gonna go Shane O'Mac and Dana Brown. Really? Yeah. You think they're gonna let Owens and Sammy stay fired? Cause aren't don't they do the shake up after Mania anyway? But they are fired from all WWE, no. not just SmackDown. They said they're fired from SmackDown. No, he fired them from everything. When? When he fired them the other week. Last you night. You didn't see it. Last night it was from SmackDown. All right. Well, let's see. Um, Sammy. When Shane was trying to fire them, he said, I'm not just firing you from SmackDown. I'm firing you from all of WWE. Daniel Bryan said SmackDown. Alright, I'm sticking with Sammy and Kevin. Well, that's fine, but look at the rules and see which it is. Alright. I have double kitties, and it's so wonderful. And Kevin versus... If you don't know what double kitties are, it's when you own two kittens or cats, and they're both snuggling with you. Ah. That's called double kitties. After I started explaining it, Sammy then went to go see Doug. So now I'm just back to having that. They'll be reinstated if they can beat the team. They're already fired. Yes, I, I know they're fired already. But he didn't... He didn't specify. Yep, I'm sticking with Daniel and uh, Shane then. I think Brian goes heel. Sticking with Daniel and Shane. You asked my pick, that's Yeah, fine. that's fine. I just think Brian goes heel here. Joins up with Sammy and Kevin, and they make a, like, indie guys faction. Uh, Maybe that's just wishful thinking. I think that's wishful thinking. But, alright. The one you don't want to talk about, more so than any other match on this card, but we have to. Do they let the pink eyeshadow queen win? Or whatever that stuff is that keeps making it look like she's bleeding from her eyes? Or do they let Trips and Steph reign over her? Unfortunately, no. I'm not doing it. Fuck it. I'm not going you going Trips and Steph. Steph? I'm going on an angle. I, there, I can't. There is no way in fuck they do this to Rhonda and make her lose. I agree. The, the only way she loses is if Steph has hired like one of her buddies to distract her. And then Steph gets the jump on her and beats her. Alright, so here's the thing. Yeah. Vince McMahon-wise, I think Kurt and She-Devil win. Yeah. I just can't actually bring myself to say Like me with gender. Yeah. 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 So, here's what I'll say. I'll say, I think Kurt is going to win. And then I also think there's going to be a moment where Kurt's female counterpart counterpart will be involved. (laughs) <laughs> but just write Kurt because I don't want her name okay. attached to my pick. Alright. That work for you? Kurt and she sucks. No, I just want Kurt. You don't want she sucks. No, I don't I don't want her attached All to right, Kurt. Just, like yes, she will also be there, but I'm just Kurt. going 
Kurt and female counterpart. Kurt. All right. The probably what will be second best match on the show if they take the leash off. AJ versus Nakamura. Who are you picking? Because I know who I'm picking, but I want to see if you're picking who I'm picking or if you're picking my heart. Not who I'm picking. My heart says Shinsuke. I like AJ's ring work. I really do. I think he is exactly what they advertise him as. Phenomenal. However, my heart wants Shinsuke just because he deserves it. He's been there long enough now. He's paid his dues. He had a feud with fucking Baron Corbin and Dolph Ziggler. Give him the goddamn belt. However, I don't trust Vince. And Vince had AJ lose his first year to Jericho. And I don't even remember who AJ fought last year. So, I am going AJ because I think Vince is going to be like, thank you. And then Nakamura gets it off him at like payback or something. Are you ready for my pick? Shinsuke. Shinsuke! Shinsuke! I contemplated uh, whether I wanted to do it that way or if I wanted to say Shinsuke. Nakamura. Yeah. Alright, last one. Sammy, that was almost your name, bud. It's true. Last one, it's, uh, I really don't care about the outcome, but I did see something interesting. (laughs) What? You should just title it, I really don't care about the outcome. Apparently, on Monday, when we went to bed, uh, Kurt had the whole roster protecting Brock. In case Roman showed up. Ooh. Roman showed up. Ooh. And was getting cheered. They I think got, Roman wins this. They got him over. There's no way Roman doesn't win this, right? I think Roman wins it. Roman wins everything at Mania. Yeah. Roman, Roman is the next taker of Mania. He's always going to win at Mania. Whether we like it or not, Roman's about to get that fucking universal title... And hope. Well, at least he'll defend it. I've been so tired of the fact that the Universal Belt went to Brock and then we haven't even seen it again since then. It's been defended like twice. Still. Yeah. But still. Yeah, it's what they finally did. It was defended, but we knew for a fact it was staying on Brock. They stopped scripting Roman's promos. Yep. They made it realistic. Yep. This bitch is never here. Fuck that guy. Why do y'all like him? Yep. They brought Paul Heyman in. Yep. Who can sell ice to an Eskimo. Yep. Any ice to Eskimo. It, it, if they can, if they ever decide Brock Lesnar is done and Paul Heyman still wants to be part of the company, he just needs to be the Roman Reigns hype man. Because whenever Heyman and Reigns are involved, it gets really good. So. Heyman's really good at everything. True. Um, he was an evil little asshole on Monday. It was pretty funny. I mean... And just giggling at uh, Kurt. That is kind of what he does. Yeah. All right. There are our picks. I will post the spreadsheet after the show. If you've been on the show, you're always eligible for the yep. belt. Just submit so, your picks. By the time pre-show begins. I will make it public so y'all can actually edit it this time. Sure you will. And uh, you could take it off of us at... Mania. Very, very easily, to be honest. Rude, Douglas. What? Rude. Okay. 
So, that was the WWE stuff going on this weekend. Let's talk about the indie stuff going on. If you are going to WrestleMania and you are not going to any indie shows, yes, you are doing it incorrectly. Correct. Correct about the incorrectness. You have to go to these shows. Last year, these shows are what made me say, "Cat, we need to get to New Orleans next year." We wanted to. Yeah, but it was too expensive. Yes. Um. So, we are going to break down real quick. A couple of them, I'm going to read you the cards, but not all of them. Just the stuff I don't think you should miss this weekend. Cat will probably agree with me because we tend to have similar tastes. Um, Alright, thing number one you should absolutely go to. No matter what, make time, stay up late, drink a bunch of Red Bull, I don't give a shit. Go to the show. Doug is aggressive. Kaiju Big Battle. You have to go to Kaiju. It's spelled that way. That's why I said it funny. It's E-L. I was saying. Um, so. I was gonna say. If you Sorry, ne- I had my red nose on. It was making it a bit difficult to breathe. If you have never been or seen Kaiju, think Godzilla movies with wrestling. Godzilla! And they set up a city based on the city you're currently in. That's and smash it up while they wrestle. Uh, occasionally you get like Su Young, Kota Ibushi, people like that fighting the giant monsters. Um, it's just hysterical. The They sell it so well. There's live commentary, the whole thing, telling you the storyline. This is worth every penny you will have to pay to watch it. Do it. All the pennies? All the pennies. I think it's like $10. That's not many pennies. Um, so, everyone should watch that. Which is Money Penny's baby sister. Yes. <laughs> Kaiju. Do not miss Kaiju, period. If we were in New Orleans. That was a really good joke. We have so much to talk about. We have so much. What? I don't appreciate when you don't appreciate my jokes. You know I don't appreciate your jokes when I'm trying to talk about stuff. But that was so good. All right. We're going to keep going. After Kaiju. The other show you absolutely should not miss. Stole the weekend for me last year. Pancakes of Pile Drivers. Woo! Um, if you've ever wanted to watch wrestling while eating pancakes, this is your dream. I mean, who hasn't? Matches on this card. Okay, so we're not even... Just, Doug's not even what? answering me now. I'm just going to sit ha- here. I thought that was rhetorical. Mm-hmm. No. I thought that was rhetorical. It wasn't. It wasn't. What do you want me to answer? I want you to appreciate me. I don't do that live on the air. Sammy, get off the couch. All right. On this Pancakes Pile Drivers card, ACH versus Trevor Lee. <laughs> what the fuck, Siri? That's four cents higher. Apparently, Siri is giving Doug stock references. Apparently. And then you have... So, OI4K has renamed themselves to Ohio versus everything. (gasps) Oh, Tommy Hilfiger came out with an adaptive line. Okay. Cool. Sam, you gotta move. Alright. 
So you got formerly known as OI4K versus AR Fox, Joey Janela, and Brian Cage. Then you have Pinta and Ray Phoenix, Lucha Brothers versus Teddy Hart and Jack Evans. Teddy Hart is a fucking crazy person. Like, might actually need help. Crazy person. But apparently he's wrestling again. Jessica Havoc versus Kimberly versus... I can't pronounce her name. Satomura. Maiko. Mako. She's really good. I've seen her on Chikara. And Cass just going to ignore, ignore me the rest of the show. Because I didn't answer her that one time. Uh... Marty DeRosa and Colt Cabana versus Joey Ryan and Session Moth. Jeff Cobb versus Shane Strickland. Besties in the World versus Zachary Wentz and Xavier versus Aussie Open. And then Eddie Kingston versus Juice Robinson. So that's that one. Shimmer 100. That one. I know I had it pulled up. Let me try to find it. There's no way I would have left Shimmer off the list. There it is. Alright, Shimmer 100. Nicole Savoy against Mercedes Martinez. Shaza McKenzie versus Tessa Blanchard. Nicole Matthews versus Tony Storm. Madison Eagles versus. Deanna Perrazzo, Shimmer Tag Team Championship, Leva Bates and Delilah Doom, versus Lufisto and Hudson Envy, Shotzi Blackheart versus cheerleader Melissa, Britt Baker and Chelsea Green versus Charlie Evans and Jessica Troy, also scheduled to appear Kimberly, Samantha Heights, Mia Yim, Beta Scott, Um, those are the ones I've heard of, other ones, Rhea O'Reilly, Kelly Ann, and Zoe Lucas. (gasps) Shawn Michaels cut off his ponytail. Yes, he did. I'm going to go look at that. All right. Next one you should get to this week. Whoa! Weekend. What? Have you seen what it looks like? Yes, I have. He needed to cut it, though. He he was missing way too much in front to still be rocking that look. Shawn Michaels says you're rude. Well, he was rude when I met him, so that's fine. <laughs> um... Alright then, that would. Evolve 102, everyone should watch because our friends James Drake and Anthony Henry will be on it. That That's the only reason you should watch it, to be honest. Wow. <laughs> um, Alright, this one, Kat is super excited for. The All Intergender Show. Intergender! From Beyond Wrestling. It's called Lit Up. You have Yana Perrazzo versus Matt Riddle, Tony Storm versus Timothy Thatcher, Joey Janela and Penelope Ford versus Session Moth, Martina, and Orange Cassidy. This one you will love. David Starr versus Mia Yim versus Tessa Blanchard versus that racist asshole. And then Thunder Rosa and Holly Dead versus Chris Dickinson and Jaka. So, all intergender show. That's awesome. There needs to be more of those. Alright. Style Battle uh, is doing its season finale in New Orleans. Tracer will be on it, so everyone should go and see it. And it's apparently super cheap. 
It's like 10 bucks to get in the door. So go see that. All right. I got three more I want to talk about. And then we'll go into PWX Rise of a Champion. I'm just sitting over here scrolling through my yeah. champion's uh, Twitter. Oh, Anthony Henry is also on the Style Battle show. So that should be fun. All right. The Crash Lucha Libre. I have not heard of this company, but it looks freaking awesome. So you got Penta versus Austin Aries. You have Ray Phoenix versus La Flamita. You have just tons and tons of lucha stuff. But seven-way match. Kurt Stallion versus Arrowboy versus Jay Spade versus Jason Cade. Hey! Hey! Versus Angel Fashion versus Matthew Palmer versus Draztick. So that... I will be going out of my way to watch that. Cause that that sounds fun. drastic. Ha! Thank you! What are you that talking about? That wasn't even good! Alright, the other two... So, have you seen Drake Mavericks? This was back on the 27th. The tweet he posted that said, Heart versus the Soul. No. It's the picture of him and Ali and Cedric. No. So... Drake Maverick looks serious AF. Ali looks like smug, confident. Cedric looks hyped, but super excited. Like, that's the face I make anytime I talk about Cedric. Yep, that's true. 100% true. All right. uh, Last one I'm going to talk... Well, one more I'm going to talk about that I don't have the card for. Impact versus Lucha Underground. Everybody should watch that. That's just going to be awesome. We have a lot of friends on both of those shows. And there's no excuse to not watch Impact versus Lucha. It's free on Twitch. Woo! So everybody should watch that. I think if I read the graphic I posted earlier correctly, Impact versus Lucha is at the same time as the WWE Hall of Fame. So you're not going to be missing anything from WWE. So look, y'all. The Hall of Fame is great for history, but just just watch it the next day when you're recovering from your hangover. Just just go to Lucha vs. Impact to watch it. Alright, and then the last one. This one's kind of indie, kind of not. Depends who you ask. Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor. The only big things. I'm like, oh my god, yes, this will make this show worth watching. Cody versus Kenny Omega. Presumably for Control of Bullet Club and Dalton Castle versus Marty Skrull. What if I'm just like, I'm the winner? Oh, also Adam Page versus Kota Ibushi. Cool, so you're just not going to answer. What if you're just like, I'm the winner of what? What if, what if that was the way you decided? You're just like, I'm the winner of this match. Therefore, Some, I mean, Samoa Joe used winner. to try that. I meant with the Cody match. Oh. Just like, I'm the winner. I own Bullet Club now. Well, it's Ring of Honor, so they have a whole code of honor to stick by. They have to, like, handshake and respect the refs and all sorts of bullshit. I mean, who's saying I don't respect you despite me saying I I win this? This is mine. Did it ever work for Samoa Joe on NXT? No, but that's because Samoa Joe sucks. He didn't when he was on Ring of Honor. (laughs) Alright. So that's all the Mania stuff. Did Joe get fired? Does he still work for the company? No, he's been hurt for months. Okay. He could show back up Monday. He probably will. 
Alright. So there goes all the WWE, all the Mania stuff. For the love of God, if you are there, go to the indie shows. Go to as many indie shows as you can. Celebrate Cedric. Support them. Buy their shit. Take pictures with them. Yes, it costs money, but on Mania Weekend, that's okay. Cedric's Weekend. That's what I'm renaming it. Cedric Mania. Cedric's Weekend. All right. The Weekend of Cedric. So now, we are going to talk about PWX Rise of a Champion 13. And Champions Rose. What? Champions Rose? Yes. And Champions Rose. For Rise of the Champion. Okay. Yes. I got you. Someone, I'm on cold medicine. Someone please get me a new co-host. I'm on cold medicine. Cut cut it out. No excuse. Play like a champion. Alright, so we open up. They say we're going to start with the Opportunity Knocks match, as is tradition. Opportunity's knocking for a new co-host, because Doug sucks. Yeah, good luck with that. Other people love me. Uh, obviously, <laughs> oh, obviously I do too if I married you, but you know. Don't lie, it was for the tax break. No. We didn't get a tax break. Yes, we did. And that's That was for another reason. That wasn't for being married. Alright. So, Opportunity Knox is starting. And this motherfucker just has to ruin everything. He tries so hard. Comes out, pretends to eat the microphone. Doesn't pretend to, does eat the microphone the whole effing time. We didn't understand a goddamn word he said. Not a one. I Nor did idea. I really care to, yeah. to be honest. But it, not knowing what he said kept kept. It makes it hard for me to mock you if I don't know what you're saying. Right. But Precisely. I didn't actually care what you were saying. So give a shit standpoint, if you will. Chip was supposed to fight Rich, and the promo was all about management was too lazy to even get me a replacement. I guess I'm just that good. Blah blah blah. blah. So he says, "Let you me." You know what he's good at? You know what he's good at? Running his goddamn mouth. Not what I was gonna say. What? Going balls deep on a microphone. Yes, yes. So Chip. It's like, all right, Shay Shay, get your. Okay, so anyways. Doug is judging me. Yeah, how? How am I judging you? Because you thought I was doing something stupid, and I wasn't. Well, anyway. Chip is like, Shay Shay McGrady, get your ass out here. Shay Shay comes out, gets kicked in the face. And Chip's like, oh, yay, I win. As the Shay Shay is known to do. Yeah. Um, so, Shay Shay's laying there dead. Not dead. Made of well, rubber. Yeah. Laying there made of rubber. You know. Like, Chip kicked him really, really hard. And Darius's new music hits. <laughs> and Darius comes out and just fucks Chip up. Which, my exact note on the notepad is... Chip gets fucked up by Darius, Chip exclamation point. Oh, it was so good. Darius gets the pin and gets back his ITV championship for the second time, two-time champion. Hell yeah. He's freaking the fuck out. If you're gonna start me out with Chip sucking, 
I'm totally okay with Darius coming out to kick his ass. I was freaking the fuck out during this match. Yep. I, right, oh right. my god. And then at the end of it, I was looking around for Mama Lockhart and I found her and her face made me so happy. Of course. Because she's happy. amazing. She was mobile. She is, she's often mobile. Yeah. Like she, she's she not one all to stay in place. one spot during the shows typically. She makes me so happy in general. But yeah. her face, like I came very close to crying because I was so proud of him and so excited that he won it back. But then I saw her face and it was, there was an actual moment of like, I have to look away. Or I am going to ball. Fair enough. Fair so enough. I looked away. It's like looking into the sun, but so worth it. <laughs> All right. So very, very happy for Darius to have the belt back. And then we find out pretty soon after that. All that deserves it. That Darius's match versus Shane later is now for the belt, which I'm totally cool with. Because if anyone can handle it. It's Darius. It's Darius Lockhart. All right. So then, do you after, remember when Darius had the actual like lock with a heart? Yes. Trunks. That was your first show. Mm-hmm. When there was still a juniors division that lasted, what six months? Something, something like that. So we get to opportunity knocks after Chip gets you know hauled yeah. to the back. After Chip gets knocked out. Yeah. After Chip gets fucked up, Chip should have been in gear. If he was gonna have a match, Chip doesn't care. Yeah, I know. Chip doesn't care yeah. about anyone. Anyway. We get to Opportunity Knox. This was Martin Stone yes. versus Effie. Yes. Versus Jason Cade. Yes. Versus Drew Adler. Okay. Versus Billy Brash. Okay. Who am I forgetting? That's five. I forgot to write down the last one. Rude. Okay, let me think. Uh, Adler, Effie, Martin, Cade. Cade. Oh, sh- what's his name? Um, <sighs> I need more than what's his name. Uh, I'm, Goggles. Oh, oh, oh. Ian, Ian Maxwell. Yes. He's fun. How did I, I forget I didn't want him? to say the black guy on air. Because <laughs> I couldn't That wouldn't have helped because there were multiple black guys. Um, fast as hell, Ian Maxwell. <laughs> yes. Sorry, dude. Didn't mean to forget you. I'm going to blame Nicole Madison. You were awesome and took a lot of bumps. I just haven't memorized your name yet. No offense to you. I just suck at names. This match was fucking insane. It was insane. It was... One of those examples of, I don't know where the hell to look. It definitely was one of those. Because on one end, you have Cade and Adler doing something crazy on a ladder. And then you have Effie just being charismatic as fuck right in front of you. And you're like, I don't know what to do with all this. Everything I, here I, is so good. I can't decide what to do with all this. The spots, there was a couple of, oh my god, did they just die spots. There were definitely some of those. Um, really, really well done ladder match. It, it was so good. Now, here's where I'm very, very happy. I had no idea who was going to win this going in. I was excited about pretty much anyone winning this. Right, though. literally anyone that got this. We've been like, alright, good. Cool. 
there are people we would have been more excited about than others, but... And we're more excited about than others. Yeah. However, finally, Martin fucking Stone gets that contract and may cash it in at any point between now and next year. Uh, I'm so I'm so excited people finally recognize how wonderful he is. I don't like, understand what took crowd, so long. Not, not like management because they get it. They understand. He's gold. I don't understand what took so long with Martin. People are stupid. He's he's on our side of the country, which helps. He lives where he lives, so it's easier to get him to come to us. He's friends with a lot of people who come to us. And he's awesome and a really sweet dude. He is awesome. Um, I love watching him. I strong love style Brit. To him. I just just all the good things about yeah. him. I, I need him to get all of the things. That's that's all. Love Martin. He's so awesome. He is so awesome. He's, he is such an incredible man. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, everybody killed themselves for this match, so it was fantastic. Well, thankfully not literally. Yeah, no. But as far as taking bumps and stuff, I think everybody had one, oh my god, did you just die move. There were some super rough bumps. E- Effie was pretty tore up mm-hmm. by the end. I saw his back at intermission. I was like, damn, dude. Yeah. My body hurt for him. Um, okay. So, yeah. Hell of a match. Way to open the show. Or, you know, second open the show. Because it was... We had Darius Chip before. White Mike versus Man Scout. Yes. You're just... You're just fucking up all over you, the place. That's what I do. You're it's the feisty really, one and I'm the fuck up. It's really bad when you're on cold meds, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Alright. Wait, White Mike versus Man Scout wasn't next, was it? To what? be honest, I'm not good at remembering. No, it, it was, was the Tessa women's match. Tessa versus Sue. Yep. So Tessa versus Sue was next. It was the women's match next. I feel slightly bad that they had to follow that. That was a hard spot to yes, follow. Yes, exactly. It was definitely a hard not, spot to follow. Not like, not like, man, they couldn't handle it. But, but just anyone in that position on the card. Yeah, if you have that. Had an uphill battle. That high paced and crazy a match yeah and you go on directly after it you are gonna have to work for it and they did um sue did her undead bride red mist thing and didn't hit it and didn't hit it tessa i was surprised tessa didn't get a welcome home but she hasn't been here in a while so um i would say i'm surprised but, but I'm not. So, Sue killed it as she always does. Tessa, as per she's, oh, no, as per usual. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna try, but it, it was too difficult to say. Yeah, Tessa's not progressing as much as I thought she was. Watching her on other stuff versus here, yeah. I, I'm just gonna be real. I didn't. I, did I don't think enjoy. Tessa looked good. Uh, I didn't enjoy watching Tessa, to be honest. Sue Sue looked like she was doing all the heavy list, lifting. She did. Um, and that's not how it should come out. And I, I, I really like Tessa. I like Tessa way more than you do, because I saw her in that phase before she left. And I've seen her have better matches. Yeah, against. it wasn't... It wasn't super... Like, it, it was a hard spot. It was not made better by... Tessa's yeah. in-ring it, work. It felt like she didn't give a shit. 
It it a hundred percent felt like she didn't give a shit, and it wasn't like she didn't give a shit because she's the cocky heel. It she was didn't just, heal I it don't up. Give a shit. It's like oh, I'm at PWX again, and I just don't care. Like, I that's, don't have to work for this. That's what it felt like. It did. You know, this is a girl who fought Brian Cage on Wrestle Circus like a month ago. Yeah. So I know she can go, but it just felt very half-assed for me. It did. All right. Now, White Mike versus Man Scout. There you go. Uh, I have never heard Man Scout get booed out of the building until this match. Really? Yeah. Straight up booed out of the building. Mike is over as fuck. Mike is over as fuck. But you know why? Mike's a good person. He you is. You know why else? Mike's entertaining. Yeah. You know why else? Mike. Mike doesn't talk shit about women in intergender matches at WrestleCons. Mike is a good person. Yeah. Yep, I agree. So. White Mike for president. White Mike for president? Yes. I would vote for him over most candidates. So. I would too. Especially if he's up there doing the State of the Union and just start he's talking about yams and root beer and uh, red bones. I'm like, yeah, that would make me watch State of the Union. I now kind of want to message Mike and be like, hey man. Run for president. Can you do like a faux presidential promo? No, I don't need him to do a faux presidential promo. I just need him to run for president. Fair enough. We would vote for him. Absolutely. Um, Man Scout was just... It is my civic duty to vote for the best candidate. Therefore, I would, I would vote for the best candidate. White Mike. <laughs> Man Scout is really, really hated. Yes, he is. Which is crazy because... Not even two years ago, he was the biggest baby face in the company. Well, when you act like a snotty butt face and you tell Mike that he needs to change anything about him, but Cody Rhodes thinks he's wonderful, maybe you should just fuck off. And maybe you should just accept Mike's apology. Oh, God. He said sorry! They tr- Mike even came out there and said, we don't got to do this, man. We can go back to tagging. I'm sorry. You know, let's just shake hands and... Man Scout wouldn't do it. He did awful. You, know, you know what we call that where I come from? Bullshit. Yes, but do you know specifically what we call that where I come from? Uh, no. Being a sandy vagina, vagina bitch. Alright, fair enough. Alright, next up we got Tracer X versus Matt Cross. So, I want to... Oh, really quickly. Yes. Before I go into what I'm about to go into... Shout out to, I didn't meet this guy, Doug. Eddie. Eddie. Um, Okay. So, this was kind of a weird moment and ties back to Rise of Champion. I was going to save it for the end of the show, but I can do it right now. We can do it at the end of the show Um, also. So, I was trying to get back to my seat because the seats were very, very tight in there this month. Because they were crammed full of people. uh, Yeah. And we realize our group is like 25 people now, which is ridiculous, between first row and second row. Um, anyway, point being, this guy started helping me get to the seat. And he's like, oh, hey, man, I listen to Stupid, Stupid and Delicious all the time. I know all about you. I'm like, oh, cool. And I was holding like two drinks and a pretzel, so I didn't have time to like stop and meet him at that moment. Because I don't know if anyone's... Because two drinks and a pretzel. And a wheelchair trying to get into a tight space. 
very, very difficult and requires a lot of focus. Otherwise, you get pretzel or drink all over the floor. We've got to remember the Cabarrus pretzels are always super dry. I was just desperate. I know. I was like, I'm just fucking hungry. So, yeah. Eddie helped me get in my seat. And then after the show, I went and made sure to talk to him more and, you know, apologize for, hey, man, sorry about not really talking earlier. Super nice guy. I also want to point out, he does it right. And I'm going to emphasize this and put lots of swear words in it. Lots of swear words. For the love of fucking God and all that is holy, do not let your fucking children listen to this fucking show. (laughs) For fuck's sake, people. You goddamn right. What the hell are y'all doing? Stop listening to this around your kids. It is explicit as fuck. And it's not just fucking swear words. We talk about sucking dick. We it's 2018. Everyone's sucking dick. That is a direct F-E quote. From our show. So, for the love of God, people, I, I ask you to follow Eddie's example. If you are going to listen around your kids, use headphones. Big ones. Ones that they can't hear. Like, don't have one earbud out where they can hear it. Um, I'm not going to name names, but someone did not follow this advice. And we don't, we don't want to expose other people's kids and to real, our mouth. And real quickly regretted it. <laughs> so. The only kid who might be okay with listening to this sits behind us every month. And that's just because he hears us every month, so we know he doesn't give a shit. But we still don't go in, like, we're a lot more vulgar here than we are at the show. True. Especially now. I've yeah. I've toned down a lot at shows than what I used to do. It's true, you have. You used to chant all kinds of obscenities with me, and now you don't. People think I'm the bad one. <laughs> you uh, know who you are. Yep. I got a Sammy like leaned over sideways on me. But yeah, please, we like we're we're not apologizing for our language use, but we also aren't going to intentionally expose kids to that. Yeah, we're both teachers, y'all. We get it. You don't want your kids finding out shit from a wrestling podcast. Alright? I get it. That's totally fine. But that's why we have explicit. Y'all take responsibility for that little explicit tag on our show. It's not a joke. We have that for a reason. We have actively discussed trying to go family friendly to increase viewership and went fuck no. <laughs> so just You're welcome. Be prepared. There is no such thing as a kid-friendly episode. A kid-friendly episode. Just... There is no forbidden topic. Everything really. Everything can and will be said on this show from now till we stop doing it. So, not saying that'll be anytime soon. I'm just saying this will, this will never be kid-friendly. Yeah. If there was a kid-friendly brand we got big enough to start, we would make it its whole other fucking thing. We would not attach it to Stupid and Delicious in any way. So This would disappear. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't disappear, but we would make sure it the, would disappear. the kids thing was very, very separated from us. It would disappear. Well, Rooster Teeth did that. They started a kids gaming channel and nowhere on it does it say Rooster Teeth. That way the kids watching the kids game don't get to Rooster Teeth. So. It would disappear. 
think it would, but that's just you. All like right. Like a magic act to speak. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like a brutal Bob, tough Tim. Magic. I love them so much. Uh, who did I do that magic trick for? One of the nephews. Uh, Christopher, I believe. Uh, okay. So, moving on. Tracer X versus Matt Cross. Okay, you so want to talk about Tracer's merch first, right? Yeah. Well, I have to say this first. Tracer, I apologize for not discussing you in depth last episode. I promised you we would do 30 minutes of you. So go ahead and start your timer. Like, officially. This is the 30 minutes of Tracer. Um, just... First of all, gorgeous guy, really attractive, slim, nice body, beautiful eyes. Really smart, has a great job. He is really smart, has a good paying job, is yep. a gentleman, yep. knows how to treat a lady, <laughs> is married, happily married, ha- loves his grandmother, ladies. Yeah. Ugh. But he's taken. He so is taken. But just, just hope to find you a man like Tracer X and Sugar Dunkerton. Yes. That's what you need in life. That is what you need in life. But uh, if you get a chance, befriend Tracer. Great guy. Very funny. Very sweet. <coughs> also, he's got new lick and stick tattoos, which I don't know if that's what some people call them. Some people say temporary tattoos. That's not as much fun to say. I always said fake tattoos. I always say lick and stick. All right. Um, and he does... They're a dollar a piece or... Six for five, mix and match. If I'm 99% sure that's what he That's said. what you told me the other day. Um, so. I apologize, Tracer, if that is inaccurate. I will amend it on the next show if it is. I don't think it is, though. Um, so I got one. Oh, and his new ones are Power Rangery. They're awesome. And I tried to get Doug to get one, but he didn't get a chance to make it over there and see him before Tracer had him put up. Yep. And Doug gets all nervous around wrestlers for some reason and won't ask them to see their merch, which in my in my experience, if you ask a wrestler to whip out his merch, he's more than happy to. It's true. It's true. Because, you know, making money. So, I saw a thing, <laughs> and this is still about Tracer, because he has a merch table. He does. I saw a thing where people were getting pissy at David Starr requesting something for fans this week at New Orleans. It, the two question? things he requested, don't touch his shit, like, don't pick up his shirts on his table and unfold them to look at them, and if you just want to talk, that's fine, but if there's a line, hurry up. Yeah. He didn't put it that way, he was much more polite than that. Well, he is very... He's great. He's a very polite person. But people gave him shit on Twitter, and I'm like... Those are perfectly fucking reasonable. Yeah. And then the other big courtesy thing I've seen, if you have a drink, be it soda, be it beer, be it liquor. Don't put it on their table. Don't put it on their table. If that shit spills on all their stuff, you have cost them money. Well, not only that, they typically have pictures or they sign yeah. posters and they don't want to deal with the water. It's just not a good idea. Yeah, just hold your fucking drink. Have a friend or ask the guy behind you. Hey, Here, hold my person. drink. I mean, you're not, you don't got to do anything crazy after saying that. You can just buy a nice 8x10 or a t shirt and get a picture. That's true. 
You know? So, y'all, quit your bitching and just be nice. Like, I, I don't understand some Continuing wrestling Continuing on with my talk of Tracer. All right, back to Tracer. Um, so don't fuck with Tracer's merch table. There you go. Don't fuck with... He had his... Uh, he has an excellent merch table. He does. He had his Frosted Mini Weeks that his grandmother got him for his birthday. Frosted birthday. Flakes. Frosted Flakes for Christmas. It wasn't his birthday. It was Christmas. Yeah. Um, on his table. And I got to see it. And I think I've seen it before. And I just... I love seeing it. It's really exciting. It's really cool. She did a great thing. Good job, Tracer's grandmother. Also, she was at this show. So that was exciting. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Is she Grandma X? She should be. I don't know. That sounds like a drug thing. That sounds like a drug thing? That sounds like a drug yeah. thing to me. Alright. I mean, seriously. Tell me, tell me you wouldn't think of hearing that in the club. Like, oh, y'all, we got some Grandma X. No. Nope. I would not, but really? yeah. that's immediately what my brain went to. Uh, all right. Else, anything else about Tracer's merch? Yes, you. Yes, yes. So I got one of his lick and stick tattoos, yes. and they are excellent quality. Yeah, I was impressed. I was too. Very, very smooth application. Yeah, and you did it with like a Pepsi. Ice I did it cube. with an ice cube, and it worked excellently. It did. They they're really really you know because sometimes you get them and you can kind of feel them and it feels it feels like, like you're wearing a sticker yeah, and it feels you're like gross. I shouldn't feel like I'm wearing a sticker when I have a fake tattoo on these and don't feel that they way may at all. scratch straight up straight off this one was durable yeah even was. when Cat was trying to get it off it was like oh hmm. I did go into class the next day and I was like look at my sick new ink guys. <laughs> It was so much fun. What'd they say? They were like, why does it look like a dog? And I was like, well, it's a, it's a dinosaur dog. It's a T-Rex. Yeah. And uh, yeah. that's his, that's, that's kind of his thing. It's true. It's true. It's just, kind of, just kind of his thing. That's what he does. That's what he does. Um, and then I was, they were like, that looks a little, I was like, I mean, it's a licking stick, but it's, it's still pretty sick. I mean. Yeah, Still. it's freaking sweet. It is freaking sweet. To quote Bat Dad's kid, it's freaking sweet. Oh man! But yeah, Tracer he, has good merch. He does have good he merch. He really does. My, I, I don't understand how he doesn't sell out. My purple all the time. throw your X shirt or throw your X up shirt is still super high quality. The picture looks great. Yeah, it's, that one's signed too, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, right on the shoulder. Um, Didn't even have to ask. He just did it. Nice. It was so great. All right. So should we should we talk about the match now? Or are you we gonna talk about the match now? All right. I am really really glad he didn't fuck himself up in a bad way. I was definitely worried about him after that. Yeah. Uh, he went for some sort of flip. He was doing a backflip off of Matt Cross's back. Yeah. So. It's kind of an unspoken rule in wrestling. When you have two flippy guys together... You have to do crazy, crazy flippy shit. The beginning of your match is kind of showing the crowd that. Yes. That, hey, look at all this flippy shit we can do. And then you get to the wrestling. That reminds me. It's, who was that SNL character? It was like, look what I can do. Oh, uh, shit. Just was the it, way you worded it. Made yeah. Yeah. I remember it, but I don't remember who it was or what it was. But they would always, like, destroy shit when yeah. they did it. 
Um, anyway, so every flippy match starts this way. Oh, and it's probably highly dangerous because you're probably not... Probably nothing it is highly dangerous. You're not going to 100% of the time hit everything you go for. It's ever. just not possible, statistically speaking. Um, and just athletically and, you know, if you got anything wrong at all, not tip-top absolute peak of human condition that day, it is very possible you could miss your flip. It happens. Tracer missed his flip. It happened. And landed on his neck. I was... So I went and talked to him afterwards to check and make sure that he was okay. Um, he was sore, <clears throat> but alive. <coughs> and obviously, that's better than not alive. Yeah. Um, and he said it's... It was uncomfortable, yes. And it hurt, yes. Uh, not the worst botch. Like, not the worst bump he's ever taken. Yeah. Though. Because he was at least able to get over enough yeah. to protect himself. That's good. So, um, really glad he didn't get seriously hurt. Yeah. The match, though, I feel like was affected by that. I definitely think it was. I think I, it, I, I think it gave... Well, because we were all... Everyone watching it, there was that moment of, Oh my god, I hope he's yeah. okay. Yeah. Because uh, we really weren't sure at first. And... I, um, so that was really concerning. And then I feel like there was just this kind of dark cloud. Yeah, this concerned. That happens. When you see a really bad botch, it really takes away from, and I don't mean botch, botch. I mean like something went wrong and somebody somebody had to not fuck themselves up permanently. Yeah. Um, I think it really affected the flow of the match. I think it did too. It it definitely because it felt Change the overall feel of the match. It felt choppier than they usually do for yeah. both of those guys. I'm very familiar with Matt Cross from Lucha Underground. Very familiar. Now, what I loved about Matt Cross, though, and I didn't realize it because I've never seen a Lucha Underground person live, and the only place I've seen them before was Lucha Underground. Yeah. It was really cool to see the same mannerisms and a guy not wearing his Lucha stuff. As a guy wearing, as his, a guy lucha wearing his lucha stuff. I mean, it was. We were watching Son of Havoc just without the mask on. So I thought well, that was. Well, then it cool. wasn't Son of Havoc, it was Matt Cross. Oh. Well, he admits to being Son of Havoc, so. Yeah, but yeah. if he's not wearing the mask, mask he is um, therefore not Son of Havoc. He is Matt Cross. So. Just like Superman's always Superman, or Superman, but when he has the glasses on, he's Clark Kent. That's true. No one recognizes him. Because people in Metropolis are fucking morons. Yes. Tracer X also wears glasses to tie this back to him. Yeah, he does. At his really well-paying day job. I think it's really oh. well-paying. I could be wrong. So He works with computers. I feel like that would pay well. Here's what I want. I want Matt Cross to come back. And I want Tracer to get another shot at him. I agree. I, I want to see this go to the level I think it could. And not have that concern and that flow mess up so early. Um, And again, it wasn't like, oh man, Tracer really messed up. It it was just one of those things where it was like, ooh, this this affected things. Because it's it's hard to compete at that top level when you're in pain. Yeah. And it actually, when you, I mean, imagine when you just 
step on something wrong or do something, it affects your mental state. You're well, you're not at your hundred percent anymore, and it it just it happens. And you always halfway wonder, all right, was that on purpose and just is a really good sell? Mm-hmm. That way, if yeah, like if it had been on purpose and Matt Cross had won, Tracer still looks really really good. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was. I want to see this again, and I want to see it full level, um, not with the the possibly injured neck in the beginning, because um, it was good. It was. I would like to see more of them. Please bring Matt Cross back as often as we can book him. He's really good. Super nice guy. I bought a pin and a shirt. A pin so. and a shirt? Yeah. Man, that is some <clears throat> some fan dedication. Yeah. Like that that I give to Tracer. Yeah. When I wear his licking sticks. And then showed it off. And then I tried to show him when he was doing his entrance, but he didn't see it. He couldn't me, so see I showed it. Him afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, check out my sick ink! And he was like, man, that you're, looks cool. You're going to have to buy, like, the six for five deal and do them, like, all the way up your arms so he sees you when you throw your ex up. Check out my wicked sick ink, yo. All right. That would be so good. Are we really gunning for 30 minutes, Tracer? I mean, clearly. I said I would do 30 minutes. I'm going to go 30 minutes in dog years. Okay, so we're there because we'd be (laughs) at 70 minutes in dog years right now. We're at like 13 minutes, which is a lot of Tracer. So There's not too much Tracer in the world, though. I'm not saying there is. I'm just saying we're already at an hour and a half, and we have four more matches to talk about. Four more matches, which didn't include Tracer X. However, Tracer was in the building for these four matches. Yay, So, so technically, this is still about him. It's always about him. Stop tearing up the carpet. All day, every day. All right. Every day I'm Tracer in. Next match. I feel like there was actually something else I was going to say about him, but I can't remember. Oh, I'm sorry. If I think of it. Well, just interrupt me and say it. Yeah. I will. We had the Southern Ducklings versus the Country Shitty Little Shirts. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What is with Corey and the Belly Shirts? They're called Crop Tops, and they're so 2015. But even for guys? Like, was that ever a thing for guys? Um, I don't think it was. I do not mean this in a detriment, like, in a derogatory way. I think it was a thing for gay men. Okay. I don't know that it was a thing for heterosexual men. I know for a fact I've seen gay men in crop tops, though. That's true. I have, too. And I do not mean that in a derogatory way. I love gay men. We mean actual homosexual people. Yes, I mean actually homosexual men. So what did you think of Southern Ducklings versus Shitty Little Shirts? So, speaking of uncomfortable moments... When we thought Gunnar Miller died? Yes. Yeah. I look that like Tracer's bump looked bad, but it was in ring. Wasn't but it? it was in ring, yeah. and you know it was like, man, I hope he's okay. But it wasn't like, oh my god, he legitimately might need emergency services this second. Yeah. So, what's this, his faces? And I call him what's his face because I can't Brady remember Pierce. which is which. And I find it funny that they have to have their name on their trunks cause and no the flag from where they're from. Yeah, because they are so generic in that way 
but you can't remember which is which. Uh, I we couldn't see it, but we could hear it. That sickening thud, and it was terrifying. That sickening thud at wrestling will never, never not, not be not scary. Make me uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, by the way, these might be out of order at this point. I don't know. I don't it's know. all Doug's fault if they I are. I don't remember. Um, yeah, I I was legitimately concerned for Gunner. Yeah. And I'm not saying shit doesn't happen. It happens to people who've been doing this for 20 years. It does. Like, Brady was a little too far back and just didn't catch him. But it sounded so bad. Yeah. And everyone instantly stopped. Like, people on... This was heated, because most people love this feud. Yeah. We We, hate this feud. We hate this feud. We hate this feud a lot. Most people, like, feel like this is a fight forever situation. Oh my god, I'm so ready for this feud to be over. I feel like this, uh, oh my god, why are you still fighting situation? Yes. Uh, but, saying that, this was a better match than I expected. It was a... I'm not saying it was a bad match, but... Dear God, am I ready for this feud to be over. They went hard. Like, six months ago, ready for this feud to be over. Everybody went hard. They beat the shit out of each other. Um, What I really like, but also terrifies me every time he does it, Gunnar Miller has a move that is basically like, oh, someone's in the air? Let me just shoulder tackle you the fuck away. It's a very, like, football thing. Yeah. So it's uh, Rob and Lance are going for the Launchpad McQuack, which is an awesome move. If you don't know, Rob launches Lance into the turnbuckle for a cannonball. It's hilarious. It's awesome. It's fun to watch. While Lance is flying through the air out of fucking nowhere, suddenly there's a big-ass Gunnar Miller just shoulder-blocking his ass across the ring. Because Gunnar Miller's a bitch! And I was like... God damn, that's dangerous, alright? Extremely. Then, it happens again, except this time, on the fucking outside, somebody was going for something. Next thing I know, Gunner Miller's shoulder out of nowhere sends somebody flying. I'm like... Please don't kill anyone! I'm really, really <laughs> concerned about this, but I hate to admit, it's really fun to watch. You like, sick fuck. I know. I never want anybody to get hurt for real on it. But so few people consistently, like, knock people out of the air or whatever because it is so dangerous. You know who does it and does it well? Who? TJ Boss. Yes. Uh, Really, really, uh, really glad nobody was actually hurt during this. Fuck, I thought he was, though. Yeah, we all did. We all thought it was. We were like, oh, shit. Um, And it wasn't like... There's an oh shit moment where you're like, that was really cool. And then there's oh shit, that guy just died. And then there's oh shit, like your your heart drops, your stomach like, drops. It, it is the most terrifying in the, thing to experience. In the ladder match, I did not think anyone actually died. I knew some people were like Fucked bruised up, up and yeah. you know, maybe a broken rib or two. Um but there wasn't a time in the ladder match where I was like, I was like, please don't die. But then once I hit the spot, I was like, okay, okay cool. That cool. probably hurt like hell, but I don't think you're dead. Yeah. There, this, this spot was gutter. Oh my God. I thought he was fucked up. Oh my God. Like, oh. And, and everyone unanimously had that, that reaction. And it was just yeah, like, it, it was just Ugh. quiet. It, yeah. Um, so, so 
really glad he's This not. feud is going to a steel cage in May. And if this, I swear to God, I swear to God, if this feud isn't over after this, I'm just leaving anytime this match. match comes on. Just go play with the baby. I just, I cannot watch this feud anymore. It, I know some people love it. I can't watch this feud anymore. Don't get me wrong. PWX has a very strong point on long-term storytelling. Syndicate, Drake, and Ducks ran for months. And it didn't get old. Right? This story is old, though. But then, you had the payoff at DLC. And and you stopped. You had the Hollis Skyler payoff. We already did this. Yep. An unsanctioned match is basically an I quit match. Yep. We've done this. Yep. Steel cage. Oh, great. So Pierce and Gunner are going to come out, fuck with the ref, get in the cage, and try to fuck Skyler up, and then the Ducks are going to have to run in to save him, and then it'll all be back to normal. Yep. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Skyler Hollis needs to end. I cannot watch his match I anymore. I <laughs> don't know what to do with them, but not this. It's getting old. Yeah, it is. That's definitely... And it didn't help. It's stale. Skylar's been fighting a lot of the special guests, and Corey's coming in to fuck it up. Yeah. I feel like when you have guests, you kind of need to leave that shit alone. Well, and it's... I just... There's so many things I, I hate about this feud. Yeah. So many things I hate about this feud. Yeah. It, it's just run too long. It's run its course. It, you weren't going to get any... More reaction than you did at Unsanctioned. Because as much as we hated this feud, I enjoyed the Unsanctioned match. Yeah. No, it was good. Um, but I, I need them to I just I can't say, watch a girl cry, right. though. Yeah, That I makes know. me super You knew it was a work, and you were so worried. It makes me super uncomfortable. Um, I don't yeah. like it. How are you at all? So, there's that. You ready for the match that probably stole the whole, sh- whole show? Yes. Darius Lockhart versus Shane Strickland. Oh my god, Darius is so good! Legitimately might be in my match of the year already. It could, was... Could it was be the there. match of the year. It was up there. That was one of the best matches I've ever fucking seen. It was so good. It was so good. Um, I have to be honest, one of my favorite moves right now is... Darius's Haymaker? Darius's Haymaker. Yeah. Is one of my favorite fucking moves right now. It's so well executed. It's just... Oh, God. He's and so good. Strickland has been running in some extreme crowds. So he was kind of beat up and sore. He was extremely beat up. He kind of said after the show when we were talking to him, that wasn't his usual style of match. Like, usually he's a lot more run around, flippy kind of dude. Yeah. I'm really glad he wasn't. Because that match was fucking phenomenal. That, that match was gold. Um, this is the match I'm going to show people from this DVD to be like, by the way, this is why you should like indie wrestling. That is so good. It, Darius has the crowd. His entrance oh, was so great. Darius has been working with a um, middle school pro wrestling club. And I know a bunch of them were there. They might have been in that entrance. As Darius far as is I know. just such a good dude. He's super it's nice. It's impossible not to it's, enjoy being around him. It's baffling how good he is and how young he is. 
it's also baffling um, how much he's elevated his game these past, like, six months. Yeah. Because when Tracer and Darius were going back and back and forth, like, going at each other, it was great. Yes. But I didn't watch those matches and go, this guy needs to be fighting everyone. This guy should be who you show people to get them to say, all right, I'll come fight him at PWX. I think he's there. I think he's at that. So good. I think he's at that point that Henry was at and that point Drake was at. Um, When they get to that point, too, it's such a magical moment and such a magical mixture of talent and timing and it's just, it's great. It's great to see. What I love about it, too, though, for Darius, it's happened organically. It has. It could have... Revolt leaving... Could have been awful. Could have fucked up everything. Yeah. And instead he got better. Yeah. Um, and Well, it was a sink or swim kind of situation. It was like, well... And then on top of that, he just... He's always trying something new. He doesn't want to do what everybody else is doing. He doesn't want to just be that black revolutionary. He wants to do it different. He wants to stand out. He wants... He's not going to take away from his message, but he wants to do something people remember every show, every promo. I also love that his message is completely organic also. Like, yeah. He's he not, believes what he delivers. Yeah, it's not a gimmick. He's not up there saying, you know, Black Lives Matter because it's going to make him popular. It hasn't. Or it's it, going to get him heat. Yeah. Either it, way. He, he, hasn't, he hasn't done that. He hasn't said be a revolutionary because it's, you know, culturally a hot topic. He believes in what he's saying. Yeah. And it's... It's just... And I love that he's willing to do that and willing to take that stand. In and out of ring. And that just talking to him and the more we talk to him, the more we get to know it. The more I fall in love with him. He is one of the shining examples of why this country is not fucked. Yeah. He is such um, a genuinely good person. As long person. as people like Darius exist, shit, shit's gonna get fixed eventually. Like, people that I actually want to run for, for president would be Darius. Yeah. <laughs> Mike would be fun. Darius would actually get shit done. Um, In a, a an efficient, beneficial way. So, yeah. Uh, also, he has the best mother. Yes. He is just, we say that every time we record now. He's an all-around wonderful um, man, and she has raised an incredible son, and I just, I love him. And, I'm putting this out there, Shane Strickland was super nice after the show. I did not get to talk to him. You did, so I'm yeah. glad you did. Uh, super good dude. So You know this, who's a super good dude? This match, as good as me, not me. It was, not you, it was Darius. Oh, Darius. <laughs> Darius uh, is a super good dude. This match... Stole the night for me. It was so like good. that's the one that three days later I was still like, it was so good. Damn, I need to go back and watch that again. So good. So it's definitely up there for my match of the year contenders. Um, it could win the whole damn thing by the end of the year, depending so on good. how things go. So everyone needs to go watch that if you have not yet. High Spots Network, Rise of a Champion thirteen, hit it up. Also, we had some PWX newbies behind us. The word is called virgins. 
That's what you called them, and they were very confused. Um, I mean, most, I don't know why virgin would be confusing. Because most people aren't like us, babe. We why think is that everything going to be sexual? We, we think of like, oh, you never went to Rocky Horror Live, so you're a virgin. You're, you're a Rocky Horror virgin. But, Which is just no. a sad state, guys. Um, Do yourself a favor. Go to Rocky Horror. Yes. Live show, not just like, you know, they're showing the movie at midnight. With Which no is also show. great, though. Yes, but... Um, go on High Spots. Watch this match. Period. Alright. Next. Elijah versus Timmy. Tommy is a special guest ref. Till towards the end, Tommy was calling it down the middle. Yes, he was. And his blacks matched. They did. I did not like... Was he mixing checkered and stripes? Was that my concern? He had a checkered bow tie and the ref stripes. That was my only concern with his fashion this time. Sure, sure. Um... This was better than I thought it would be. Timmy is over. Yes, he is. And was rocking his old Mr. 500 gear. Um, yeah. Someone at High Spots make Timmy some new gear, please. Like, for when well, he's... there's that weird patch on For the when back. he's not tagging with uh, Mike, he needs some solo gear. There's that weird thing on the back that we don't know what it is. Yeah. It kind of looks like a whale. Yeah, it looks like a whale. And we're like, what, what is that? Um, so, there's all that. Uh, Boss came out with Timmy, and Montana came out with Elijah. Mm-hmm. Of course, shit didn't stay clean for the whole match. And I was shocked and appalled at the behavior of TJ Boss. Shocked and appalled. Not only was he semi overselling his legitimate injury. Rude. He was, because he was totally fine after he beat up Timmy. He is not totally fine? In the match, he was totally fine. I'm not talking about real life right now. I protected the business right now. He, He like limped up into the ring. What? Wow. Wow what? How salty I am? Yes. And Montana screwing with Timmy and Elijah and all that. And they accidentally hit Boss. And Boss is, you know, legitimately concerned about his back from the DLC match. He took a intense as fuck bump. And then all of a sudden, when, yeah, right when you think Timmy's about to get the upper hand... Timmy gets a cane to the back, gets his ass beat down, and gets pinned. So Timmy Luretton is out of the syndicate. Do you do you think if Timmy had won, that Elijah would have actually left? No. I don't either. I think Timmy could have won and Elijah would have been like, fuck you, it's my organization. And Timmy still would have been out. So, um, Yeah. So we'll see where Timmy goes. I'm imagining he's going to have to feud with Syndicate for a little bit. Because how, right. how do you let that betrayal go? You went from brother to betrayal real fast. Betrayer! 
All right. So now we have the main event. Triple threat. Ethan versus Anthony versus James. Well, Anthony by way of Amber Young letting her def- letting him defend her championship. Thank you. I I have to say after the opportunity knocks and the Darius match, I was worried this match wouldn't deliver. But it did, because these three guys, when they're together, make magic. magic. And it's they did it again. It's awesome. Um, it lot of just kicking each other's ass, and you could tell how well they knew each other. And I really like that. Like Ethan always goes for that cutter off the top. Yep. So there was a couple times someone pretended like they were gonna jump, let Ethan go for his cutter, fall, and then they jumped on him. You know. That kind of thing. I love seeing that in matches. Like when uh, Sami Zayn and Neville were going at each other for a while. They were always reversing moves that never get reversed. Because they knew it was coming. Kind of deal. Madness. Absolute madness. This match literally could have gone all three ways. Um, All of them would have made sense. Hanging the belt on any of them would have been a good idea. And due to a table and our friend James going through it, Ethan Case is after a two or three year quest. You know how hard I fucking popped for this? Yeah, everybody did. Two or three year quests for the belt. Ethan Case is now your PWX. Champion. So I popped so hard for this. I stood up really fast. And got dizzy. And temporarily blacked out. And had to sit down. That's how hard I popped for this. Yeah. Ethan's a great dude. He deserves it. He's been there long enough. He's put in the time. He's put on great matches with people. There there have been matches with Ethan where I was like, dude, that was not good. And then the next month, he was fine. So. I'm so... Very excited for him. I'm excited to see where this goes. I want to see who they bring in. Or if they even bring anybody in. Maybe we'll just keep feuding with Henry and Drake. I don't know. But either way, I'm very excited for Ethan. I'm very excited to see where PWX is going. Because I don't know if we mentioned this, but Rise of a Champion is their mania. So it kind of, even though it's in February or March, it kind of sets the tone for the rest of the year. Um, it's going to be an interesting year in PWX, I think. And I know a I lot agree. of people, I don't agree with this, but a lot of people were saying last year was kind of a down year, but I think that's just people who are salty about certain talents leaving. Well, I think it was definitely a, a big transition year, but you got to remember the year, was it the year before Cedric left? Yeah. So, I mean... Cedric left. Anthony won the belt. Well, um, isn't, Cedric leaving left a big hole, but it's not just that. It's like you gotta build up the home guys too. You yeah. can't. You can't I just be like guess, 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 guess. Two years ago guess, was guess. a huge year. Yeah. Um, we had a lot of really big talent come in. Cedric left. Yeah, that and run that was, from like. 
April to August. Yeah, we had for, some uh, huge talent. Like Redemption and... Seasons deleting. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, we, there were a lot... Two years ago, it was huge. Yeah. Um, I think Cedric leaving was a huge, huge thing. And then Anthony won the belt, and he had been pushed to the fucking moon and deserved it, and that was great. And, you know, the... There was a big transition. It was definitely a transitional year. It was not as exciting as other years have been. Yeah, I I think there weren't as many guests. I don't think it was a bad year. There weren't as many surprises, that kind of thing. But... But they also, their biggest feud ran for a fucking year, and we're tired of it. Yeah. So... But I do think the Ducklings are everywhere now. They are. PWX is kind of becoming... A starting ground for yeah. people everyone else is going to notice. Yeah. I'm waiting on the rest of the world to no- notice Darius Lockhart. Because oh. when it happens, he's going to be everywhere. So I'm so excited. Same thing for, with Tracer. I'm so excited for these guys that we're friends with. Like cl- actual outside of wrestling friends with. Yeah. But selfishly, I hate it for them because... Yeah, we never see James Before anymore. they're they're super popular, we get to hang out with them and see them and everything. And then they get super popular and it's crickets. And I just... I hate it. I hate that they're so busy. I'm so and excited not, for Not them. due to them not wanting to build a relationship. Because yeah. when they are available, they talk to us. It's just... They're, they're just so they're fucking busy. busy. So selfishly, I hate it. they have real lives outside of... Wrestling. wrestling and then they've blown up in the wrestling world it's just like yeah uh, yeah it's that's that. i think that's one of the hazards of being friends with the wrestlers it definitely is and that kind of deal but um i would do it 1200 times over yeah absolutely because i mean these guys if you if you haven't taken the time to actually go up and talk to these guys and and you know have real life conversations with them not just wrestling conversations with them they're all great dudes <laughs> Yeah, I, I think ever we've only had like three negative interactions. Yeah. And one of those includes Shawn Michaels, which, yeah. duh. So. Most of these guys are, are really approachable. Really good, really, really easy nice to talk guys. to. Yeah. You know. And go out of their way. Like, if you're a loyal fan, like, just Lance did something for us yesterday. He did not have to do that. I did not ask him to do that. Did he rub your belly? Yes, he rubbed my belly. No. Um, you but lucky he, bitch. He did something for us on an order he did not have to do. I'm not going to say what, but... He rubbed your belly. Yes, he rubbed my belly for ordering it. You know, that kind of deal. Uh, it. I'm real Lance, excited. was it velvety? I feel like... I'm real excited about the new shirt. I feel like other people would describe your belly as velvety. The, the Pond's Unknown Fear and Loathing style shirt. I saw that. We both have our favorite shirts. Yeah. Our, our favorite movies on duck shirts. I just hate that mine is such a fucking weird material. Yeah, mine might shirt. be hot too, but we'll see. So I'm going to transform my top this um. summer. Because it's just... It, it, and I've talked to the guys about it. They're like, yeah, I don't know what why these shirts are like this. I don't know why this material does this. And they said they won't do it again. And, you know, they've ordered that shirt so many times because it just, every time they sells get it, out. it sells out. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I could try to replace it, but I'm just going to, yeah. I'm going to revamp well, it into a different let, kind of style of shirt so it will breathe. So our advice for you, if you are at indie shows this weekend, I know mania indie shows are different. Okay. Yes. I've been to them. I understand. 
But there's nothing wrong with going up and talking to somebody just for a second. Pay them five bucks for a picture on your phone if they're asking it. Buy a shirt if you really, really love them. Buy a pen if you can. You know, just support these guys because they're not getting the steady salary. One of I the, have a Cedric Darius and Effie pen. Yeah, you do. And a Marty and Sarah podcast pen. Yeah, uh, unnamed little guy pen. Because he's still not back from Tiny his... Peeper. He's still not back from his uh, walkabout yet. So I mean, it takes time. But anyway, support these indie shows. If you're if you're available to go, go. That being said, I want to talk about what PWX is doing right now. You know what I need PWX to do? Stop having three shows a month so we can go to all of them. I mean, yeah. But <laughs> I need them to bring in Darcy Dixon. Just where's I would pay for Darcy Dixon versus Camilla Kane. I don't even need her against Camilla. I fucking love Darcy Dixon. I do too. So, yeah. I just... A, I'm all for intergender. I don't know if Darcy does intergender matches. I'll have to ask her. But I fucking love that woman. And she should be at PWX. She should. miss her. Because she's not that far away. No. She's wonderful. So, there's... I love watching her. There's Kat's input on bringing Darcy... So, Brian. I, I agree. Bring in Darcy. me up. Please bring Darcy. Bring in... Uh, really, they bring in everybody I can think of other than women right now. So, Does Elvis see a demon? No, Elvis and I had locked eyes, but because of where he was positioned and where I was positioned, the light was doing that thing ah, where it reflects okay. off the back part of their eyes and it was glowing. So, he All right. like so magic. we have... What is this? The third year of the podcast going now? Probably. Okay, so we're we've been doing this a long time. We've been going to PWX since it started. Since um, the podcast started. Yeah, since the podcast started. You can go back and listen to every single show where we've talked about PWX. We love it's them. Every one of them. We love them to death. Yes. That being said. I cannot afford three shows a month. No. I definitely can't afford three shows a month financially. No. And I can't, time wise, it's also a challenge. Well, also emotion wise, we're so drained after a show that it's just not possible to do it. But, you know, I'm so excited that they're getting the chance to bring in new fans People. and, yeah. you know. I don't, I don't think the expansion is bad. I just feel guilty. I can't be at all of it. You do feel really guilty about it. Like, I keep bringing it up with Kat, and I'm like, Hey, do you want to go? Do you want to go to this? And it does feel like the Stewie Stewie conversation. Um, I'm like, no, Doug. We can't. We have obligations. So. (laughs) Called bills. (laughs) We will definitely be in Gastonia at Level Up. Yes. I know that. We will never miss a big show. We won't miss the main show. We will definitely show up for Queens of Combat when we can. Yes. Um, not always going to be feasible, but when they are coming around, we will show up for them. But for us, if you need us to go to more shows, you're going to have to bring them closer. Because really, it's just as much the time commitment as it is the money commitment. Because we could go GA. 
We could. We're not going to. But we We're could. not going to, but we could go GA, and if it was closer, we'd probably go. But I just... Rock Hill is just as far as going to Charlotte for us, or Gastonia, or anywhere else. So, if you don't see us at a show, don't freak out. We'll be at the... We'll be at the uh, monthly big one. We haven't. We haven't left. But it's just, I don't know. We just, we're busy and we don't have that kind of time. Um, so, yeah. Love you guys. Love PWX. Love Brian and Patrick. Glad they're expanding and trying to bring in more people. Because more people means, you know, better success for them. Which means more people coming in to entertain us. However, we won't be able to make everything. So, I really wish we could. Sorry. Yeah. But not sorry. <laughs> sorry, but I got bills to pay. So unless you're going to hire me and pay me what I make teaching. Sorry, but I have school and yeah. that cost a shit ton. So on that note, um, we can be found at iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, not YouTube anymore. Nope. Facebook. Um, if anyone has any suggestions, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Tumblr. We have a Tumblr that posts the episodes. If anybody has any suggestions of where to put the video version other than YouTube, let me know. I don't know why anyone would need a video version not on YouTube. A lot of people have suggested Twitch. I have not looked into that yet. Um, I know they're kind of getting a big wrestling footing, so it may not be a bad idea. But if anyone knows about doing Twitch and just posting audio podcasts, if that's loud or if that's against terms of service, let us know and I'll look into it and see what we can do. Uh, you can find me at Oznogger, O-Z-N-O-G-R-D. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and blah, 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 blah. Tracer X! Woo! <laughs> All right. Uh, shalom, motherfuckers. I got nothing. Tracer